Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Back on Beeson's Primetime Action, live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Halftime, once again, Philadelphia 62, Atlanta 49. All things considered, not the worst uh, outcome for the Hawks, who were down even more than that a little earlier. Big run for the Sixers about midway to late uh, stages uh, of the second quarter there, 17-3 to run at one point, which really blew this open. Philadelphia trying to extend that best-of-seven series lead to 3-1. to Hawks trying to even it up, square it up at two games apiece. About to start some hockey in Vegas, game one between the Knights and the Canadiens here momentarily with a face-off. Very exciting here. And a whole bunch more baseball to talk about. Kelly, what's the update on everything? Yeah, let's, uh, let's see. Halftime numbers for that basketball game. These are halftime numbers, second half numbers. Hawks 2 and then 111, 111, and, uh, 111 to 112 and a half is what I'm seeing. So shop around if you're looking to get in on that second half total in that game. Over in Major League Baseball, uh, some updates here. Pirates and Nationals all tied up at 2. Uh, the live numbers for that game, Nationals minus 140, Pirates plus 110, 6.5 is your total shaded to the over. Mets up 4 nothing on the Cubs. Uh, if you wanted to get in on the Cubs live, you can get 14-1 to on them right now. 
Five and a half is the total right now for that game. Uh, Reds up early on the Brewers, four to one, bottom of the second inning. Reds minus 260 live. Brewers plus 210, and your total set at 13 and a half. The Cardinals up on the Marlins early, one nothing top of the third. Cardinals minus $3 favorites uh, live. Marlins plus 290 and six and a half. The total in that game, Padres and Rockies just getting going. This is the top top of the second inning, scoreless there uh, in Colorado. The Indians with a three nothing lead over the Orioles, top of the fourth inning. The uh, Indians minus eight hundred live. Orioles plus five twenty five, eight and a half. The set total. Red Sox up on the Blue Jays, one to nothing, top of the seventh. Red Sox minus two forty live. Blue Jays plus one ninety five and three and a half. Your live total shaded to the over. Uh, Rays up on the White Sox early, three to one, bottom of the third. Rays minus three eighty live. White Sox plus two ninety, and your total is eight and a half. Tigers up on the Royals, four to nothing, top of the third. Minus uh, Tigers minus four hundred live. Royals plus three hundred and eleven and a half. Your live total in that game. Hate myself for not having played the Mets. Did a whole thing on it on the morning show. I wanted to play the Mets. I didn't. Talked about it at the beginning of this show. Couldn't pull the trigger. I find myself hating myself a lot these days, Matt. It's a sports betting thing. It is. We, we you know. You know. Oh, when you talk yourself into one and then out of it and oh. then it hits. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Uh, yes. What no, it? I'm saying, what are we going to do? We, can just, do? we can just do what we can do. Right? We can, <laughs> we can you know? do what we can do. By the way, Sox did get on the board against Tampa Bay, so 3-1 to one in favor of the Rays there in Chicago. Uh, Utah and the Clippers still to come tonight. That is a 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific tip-off. Clip show, five-point favorites as they try to even up that series at two games apiece. And then, as we mentioned, if you missed it at the, uh, earlier on the show, the biggest news, of course, in basketball beyond tonight's games, Brooklyn and no James Harden and no Kyrie tomorrow night. We'll talk with JVT about this momentarily. But uh, a potential seismic shift in all things the National Basketball Association playoffs. Your Phoenix Suns tickets uh, looking awfully live all of a sudden. And that would apply to Sixers futures tickets. Yeah. That would apply to Jazz futures tickets as well. Yeah. I was, I'm, you know, look, it, do I expect them to get home? No. But, like, you know, I already hit, already hit the division one, which, which means I'm – I'm You're plus good. positive money. Yes, no I, matter I'm, what. I'm plus money no matter what. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I got it fairly early in the season. So I mean, it's it's over thirty on the for the championship and and sixteen for the for the West. And so um, you know, listen, get it, get another one. Even if we just get the West one home, guys, let's just get the West one home. That would be a, a nice, nice little man. nice little bump. Yeah, a nice little bump to the old bankroll. But but you don't you don't feel like you you think the Jazz are awfully live too, right? Yes. Oh, yes, for sure. For sure, uh, it, we'll we'll see. I'll tell you just how live in the first five minutes of this game. Whenever we see what Donovan Mitchell looks like, Jazz and Clippers tonight. Yeah. Uh, so appropriate, just like the entire NBA regular season, just like what we're seeing throughout the rest of the postseason. The year of the injury in the NBA, and just everything so availability dependent in a way that we just have never been used to seeing in the NBA. Uh, throughout the years, whether it's post-pandemic reasons or not, some would argue yes, that has been the case. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Here are our tw- here all are I should say all of our Twitter handles. I'm at beating the book. Matt Brown M2, Danielle Alvari, A L V A R I, and then uh, Kelly Veeson. Kelly with two E's, not just one. Let's bring him in. He's the uh, 
senior NBA analyst at the Vegas Stats and Information Network. He's also the host of his own podcast on the NBA, Hardwood Handicappers, available where all podcasts are distributed, and comes to us live from the beautiful VEASAN studios at Circa tonight. It's Jonathan Von Tobel getting ready to do the nightcap uh, tonight. How you doing, JVT? Good, guys. You know, I was hanging out at the cannery earlier today, a nice little spot out here in Vegas. I was like, why not go and get a better camera and hang out in the Circus Studio to do this hit? So here I am. <laughs> uh, Hawks making a little bit of noise here early in the third quarter. But as I mentioned uh, just moments ago, Sixers had a huge run there late in the second quarter that uh, blew this open. Uh, it's a 12-point lead right now. That escalated quickly, though, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it did. And and look, you know, one of the things I wrote about this today on the website, Gil, one of the things that the Hawks needed to do in this game to even this series up, and it sounds much simpler than done, but it was shoot the ball better as we watched Trey Young clank another step back Mm -hmm. three. And I think that's why you saw Kevin Herter early in this, right, early in this game, the way he started is to get a little bit more shooting out of this lineup, right? Guys like John Collins and everybody, they were solid shooters, but they needed more. And Trey Young has not shot the ball well in this series, and he's a decent shooter, but that's been the thing. He's a perimeter defense has been fantastic for Philadelphia. So on top of not being able to stop Joel Embiid in the series, you haven't shot the ball well, and it's led to this pretty big gap that we've seen over the last few games. But only 12-point discrepancy at this point right now. You know, these games have been weird. Like, they have felt close, but the final result has not been. Uh, So we'll see if they can kind of even things out. But right now on my screen, I got 29.4% for the Hawks from three. It's not going to cut it. Hawks way too whiny in this game as well. Uh, Everything's, yeah, Yeah. everything's a problem. Everything's an issue. Trey already with one tick, by the way. Uh, JBT, you know, you look at this, and one thing I was worried about with the 76ers team was basically, you know, what who's going to be that secondary scorer? I think we've seen enough of Ben Simmons to understand that he's really not, wasn't going to step up and be that secondary scorer here, and we've seen this kind of with these other teams where we worry a little bit about, like, okay, if, if player A has a bad night, you know, can there be enough firepower from B, C, D to, to get it done? Um, Tobias Harris has been, you know, really, really good for, you know, the last probably month I guess you could say for this Sixers team. And, you know, here he is again leading the team tonight in scoring. I mean, is this with what they have now in, in Embiid with Simmons kind of settling into his role of, okay, I'll get you 10 a night. I'm going to try to get, I'm going to get you some boards. I'll get you some assists. And then with Harris scoring here, like how, how big of a threat is this Sixers team? I, I mean, I think all those pieces together are really good, Matt, and I think obviously we shouldn't ignore the elephant in the room, right, which is they're much more deadly now that the you know the other side of the bracket is in the shape that it's in, with right with the Brooklyn Nets and the status that they're at. You know, I think they match up relatively well with the Milwaukee Bucks team, too. So I would say, yes, like given the current situation and everything, uh, they are very live, and they are very deadly for the most part. You know, I, I think in series like against the Brooklyn Nets type, while Joel Embiid could really thrive, I think you would suffer in terms of keeping up with them offensively because you don't have a traditional pick and roll game, right? Like you mentioned the secondary scorer. Tobias Harris is a really good piece, but he's a mid-range scorer. He's not an elite ball handler in terms of running those pick and roll situations, especially a lot with Joel Embiid. You know, he thrives a lot of what the attention brings to Embiid, and then he can move off ball from there. And, and I think that that was kind of my worry in the big picture, right? Like against an elite offense like Brooklyn, are you going to be able to run enough of an offense? I can't just be dumping down to Joel Embiid, draw a double team, kick it out, or let him work against one guy. It's got to be a little bit more. But now in the current climate, right, where you have two stars down for Brooklyn, where you have a, a, a Milwaukee team that I still believe is relatively flawed in the grand scheme of things, I would say yes, like 100%. If you have a Philadelphia 76ers ticket, you're obviously feeling much better given the status of the bracket, but you're feeling better that Tobias Harris is averaging 21 points on, I think, nearly 60% shooting in this series. Right, Seth Curry has eaten Trey Young alive in this series. He's averaging 18 on about 40% shooting, so I think they have 
felt and looked much more comfortable offensively. They had an offense rating of 123 coming into this game against Atlanta, and the offense only seems to be getting better. JBT, let's uh, skip Utah and the Clippers, which is coming up at the top of the hour for now, and let's let's address that elephant in the room. Obviously, Kyrie Irving falls or, or lands, I should say, more accurately on Giannis's uh, foot yesterday. He sprains his right ankle. X-rays are negative, but he's out for Game Five of this series, which is not up at two games apiece. And so is James Harden. And uh, as much as we love Kevin Durant, and as much as I think everybody's in agreement, he's one of the best players in on planet Earth, if not the single greatest. We've never really seen him, either in OKC or Golden State, have to be the only guy on the court in a LeBron-Cleveland Cavaliers kind of way. Uh, Milwaukee's a four-point favorite tomorrow night at Brooklyn in Game 5 uh, for the right to go up 3-2 to two in this series. How do you feel about Brooklyn with the prospect of it just being KD among the big three tomorrow night? So, it's tough, right? Because if you're telling me it's just one game, then I'm like, okay, like I think the, the, there's a right, there's a universe in which KD comes out, drops 45 points, and they win that game, right? Joe Harris has a much better shooting night. Bruce Brown contributes to the way that he does. Blake Griffin has, you know, a magical Blake Griffin type of game. And so, if we're talking in the sample size of one game, like if we know that only Kyrie or KD are going to, or excuse me, uh, Harden are only going to be out one game, Gil, then obviously you feel much better about that. But if we're talking about now, you got to win two against Milwaukee, even though you do get two at home. Uh, now that you're talking about winning a title against Philadelphia, if we're talking about extended absences, an Eastern Conference title, let's put it that way and beating whoever's coming out of Phoenix if it's just him. That's where it gets a lot tougher, right? And look, the regular season numbers are really solid. KD on the court by himself, no Harden, no Kyrie. Nets are plus 14.4 per 100 possessions. They got an offensive rating of over 125. Like, they're insanely good. But it's a sample size of over 500 possessions, so it's not very big. And you're talking about, we don't know who those teams were, right? We, you know, you can go back and look. But it's not a seven-game series against Milwaukee. So, I think there's obviously this, you know, this realm where he can go nuts for two, potentially three games. But if we're talking an extended absence for both of these guys into an Eastern Conference Finals, I just don't know how you can really feel confident in any way whatsoever with Brooklyn because they are flawed still defensively. The issue or the thing with them was we can mask that because we can drop an offensive rating of 130 while you have an offensive rating of 120 and we'll be perfectly fine. That's just not going to happen if KD's by himself for more than just one game. And that's the tough part. He can do it for one. Maybe he can do it for two. But if we're talking about potentially skating by Milwaukee with just KD and the bigger picture, I just don't see I don't see a path for them if it's KD by himself. John, this leads me to believe here that this whatever's going on with with Harden has to be worse maybe than what's led on because at this point for them to already rule him out I mean if if this was even close this would go down to the to the wire before the game for him to see if he'd be able to go because they have to understand what type of situation that they're in here so I mean I I kind of feel like we're probably not going to see him this series if it's so if it's if it's to the point where it's so bad that they would rule him out as far in advance as they have he can't even be close right yeah, no, it's it's like Mike Conley, right, Matt? Because like today, this morning, we're talking about him getting ruled out. It wasn't even up until game time. It was like, no, we know he's not going to play. And so when you're getting out ruled out in advance, days in advance, you know that that's not even close. Like we know that for the most part, he's not going to play in this series, and and we'll see how that goes moving forward. But I, I would agree with that, and that's why you know you even read some of the comments, like they were very doom and gloom from Nash and Company about Harden and the injury, and it's kind of been the same thing around Conley and the Jazz. It's been very much, uh, I, I just don't ask me about this kind of thing, you know. 
And so you, you can read that at least from between the lines when these injury reports are coming down and when the status of these guys are coming down, if it's not running up to game time, like you said, he's not close to coming back. Like if they're not even going to try it in pregame workouts, you know, he's not close to coming back and soft tissue injuries. That's the troublesome part about it, right? It's a soft tissue injury, which means that that's going to be a really long time before he comes back. Yeah. If you've ever had a hammy tweet, which I'm sure you have, boy, are they frustrating mm-hmm. come forever. Back. And the way he jumps off the bench cheering, though, you would think, oh, he's ready to go anytime now. Um, all right, so tonight then, JVT, it's Utah and the Clippers. It's game four. Clippers uh, got off the schneid, the proverbial schneid, got a game under their belts in game three to uh, narrow the Jazz lead two games to one in the best of seven Western Conference semis. They're five-point favorites here. You and I have one thing in common. We both had the Clippers and the Nets getting to the NBA Finals before this postseason began. I have said this many times on air in the last couple days or extending back to last week, never with you though, as someone who also has the Clippers going to the finals, which is it's this sort of thing that sticks in my head about, you know, just the memory of Kawhi on the Raptors and how that team every night, night in, night out in the postseason, they were just so awesome. You knew what you were getting from them. You knew who his complimentary players were. If it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't Siakam one night, it was going to be Lowry another. I just feel like this Clippers version, as much as you and I love them, I just feel like it's let's try this now kind of thing on any given night, Mm -hmm. let alone every given possession. Let's try this player now on this. I just feel like they're winging it. Do you have a little gnawing voice in your head saying the same thing? Yeah, like I completely agree. And I think I think of it more, Gil, in the sense of Ty Lue, right? Like, you know, I talked about this the other day where I, I did defend Ty Lue to a certain extent in that Mavericks series. I think he deserves credit for that small ball lineup and for a couple of tweaks that he made in that series against Dallas. But it's looking more and more like it's been like, to your, to your, you use your analogy, let's try this. Does it work? No. Let's try this. Does it work? Okay, right. yeah, let's stick with this for a little bit. And that's, that's what I've gotten from Ty Lue. But I also think, to be fair, you know, part of the thing that we're getting in terms of this let's try this is because the pieces around Kawhi have have not been great, right? Like we finally get Paul George to break out whatever the slump that was in, in game three, right? Marcus Morris has still yet to break out really in terms of the slump that he's in in this series. Reggie Jackson's not in foul trouble. He comes back two games. He's been absolutely brilliant, right? And so I, I think part of the issue for them has been one, Ty Lue not really understanding. Nick Batum's your best option is a small ball five. Stop messing around with everything else. Ty- Terrence Mann provides you a dynamic wing defender who's at least a little bit better than what you're getting out of Rondo and out of Patrick Beverly. And, and so maybe those little adjustments Adjustments and those tweaks are finally going to help them. And we saw that in game three, but to me, the biggest pieces, and this isn't in any terms of going after him because whenever he has a bad game, social media just loves to destroy Paul George, but they do need, they don't need 12 of 24 and 60% shooting like they did in game three, but they just need that consistent presence from Paul George an efficient presence from Paul George to actually get to like, I think the heights that I think they can. And so I've had this weird, like calm confidence that I think they are going to figure this out. And that we've seen, like, I personally think when you watched game three, when all the pieces are clicking for this team, you saw how good they can be and how big the gap is potentially uh, against Utah. So we'll see if they can do that. But I do agree with the sentiment that Ty Lue, to a certain extent, has kind of just been like, is this working now? Is this working now? Okay, this one, let's stick with it. And I think that's why you get that vibe with this team. JBT, where do you stand on the rest versus rust thing? Because with the sun sweep, I mean, even if even if uh, you know the Jazz went out, we're still talking about a week between games here. If this thing goes to to seven, we could be talking a week and a half, you know, before this before they play again. Do you think maybe with the little bit of injury stuff that was going on with Chris Paul, maybe with him being you know as old as he is, it helps his team just a little bit? Or do you think that maybe sitting out a week and a half potentially between games could be uh, could be pretty tough on them as they 
as they head into either the Jazz or the Clippers. So we obviously know that every situation is unique, Matt, but I tend to think like well-coached teams and teams with the leadership like the, the Phoenix Suns have, I tend to think it'll help, right? And you mentioned the injury situation that they're already dealing with at this point. It's only going to help Chris Paul because he's an old guy in basketball years and like time off and healing and rest, especially at this time of the year, I think is really going to help them immensely. And, and keep in mind too, along the same vein in terms of coaching, it gives you time to prepare. You know, I think we saw Utah, for example, in that first game, they did shoot relatively poorly, but they ultimately in the second half really turned things around and won both of those games. They performed really well over the grand scheme of things in the two games in Utah. And I think part of that is coaching and getting ready and preparation. So I think it helps Phoenix more than anything else, especially when you factor in those injuries. Every situation is unique, but I tend to lean a little bit more towards it always helping, especially if you've got a really good brain there in terms of your veteran leadership and your coaching. JVT, earlier I asked uh, Kelly and Matt, uh, if I came to them from the future and I said, hey, one of these uh, conference semifinal series ended up in a sweep, uh, and it ended up obviously being Phoenix sweeping the Denver Nuggets in four, um, and I said, where would you have ranked that prior to the semifinals in terms of the likelihood of, of being the series that got the sweep, one through four? And they very brashly. Danielle, would you say brashly was the correct adjective on that? Brashly? I would defer to you on that. By the way, normally. I think that's an adverb, yeah. but not an adjective. Uh, they very brashly said uh, they would have had it number one as the sweep. Would you have had that as the most likely sweep in the semis? So one is the most likely, four is least likely? Yes. I think I'd be opposite. I think I'd say four. Right, like so. If, if these are all set, like I would put, I would put Philly, Atlanta, honestly, at the top of that list. That's what I right? thought. Of most likely, right? Because I just thought, you know, in the regular season between these, like one, you have like the most valuable player. Obviously, you have the best player on the court. So I think that steals you at least one game. You would think before the series starts, and then you have the other side where I personally thought uh, that this was going to be a relatively lopsided series between Philly and Atlanta. I actually got crap on Twitter about it too. It's like, hey, why are you being so flippant about these Hawks? Like they're better than you think. And so, like I thought there was a pretty big gap between Philly and Atlanta. So that's from my personal bias, but I, I, I would have put Philly and Atlanta at the top. Well, I mean, I'm trying to go back to before these series started because there was the there was yeah. still the question with Embiid before the series started. So with that, that's why that's fair. things that's why things kind of lined up the way that the way that they did. All right, it was brash, yeah. but I still yeah, enjoy yeah, your brash. Just, it explains your brash just, attitude. I'm trying yeah. to go back in time here, and you know yeah. all the things and. <laughs> Uh, John, to do. we appreciate it as always. Uh, enjoy. We'll be listening uh, for the nightcap later this evening, top of the hour. We'll look forward to it, man. Thank you. Yeah, you get to watch me watch the Clippers game live, so we'll see how that goes. Watch Thanks, you guys. watch the game. <laughs> it's very exciting. Thank you, JVT. Jonathan Montoba live from our Circus Studios, where we had the uh, pleasure of uh, broadcasting from on Friday. It was our pleasure, wasn't it, Matt? It was. Yeah, you know, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly was muted though. That the was the problem. Lights. Yeah, you know, we that, lost the magic that, of Kelly Bidlin. It's in the penalty box. Yeah, slashing. He was, he was, he was suspended for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good show. That was a good time. Yeah, it was. It was always a good time. Yeah, yeah. We had Danielle in there uh, with us in, in a very cozy studio there. Uh, Danielle was firing away on all her bets. Yeah, it went well for you too. Yeah, Friday was good. All right. Um, we will, by the way, have more props to talk about uh, in this uh, in this Brooklyn Nets Bucks series coming up because with Kyrie's absence, there's some other things to consider now. Everything uh, obviously on its head. Philly by eight now, 324 left in the third as the Hawks, every time they seem to make this somewhat interesting, the Sixers appear to have an answer. Yeah, Ben Simmons just got a flagler, flagler foul if it was uh, Nikola Jokic, they would have kicked him out of the game. But. Yeah. <laughs> 
still hurting from that. That that wasn't ridiculous. <laughs> Trey Young has scored now for everyone. Yes, yes. 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 He has scored. He's five, but he is only five of 18 from the four. I think that was a correctly called flagrant. One of those where Ben Simmons immediately stuck his hand out to apologize to John Collins. Collins hits one of two free throws. Atlanta will uh, maintain possession here. Down seven. 324 left. You never know. By the way, uh, we get to review our one and done coming up. And oh, let's fuck. just say uh, none of us should be proud. It's next on Prime Primetime Action. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.
on Visa's primetime action here at the South Point Hotel Casino. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Midland. Uh, let's get this out of the way because, yeah. uh, well, we are, you know, look, you you hit an outright. What do I'll, you care? I'll trade this every week. Yes. Yeah. I, I will zero out on this contest every week. If here's I our, here's our yeah. one and done. We've done it for the entire calendar year in golf. For those who don't know, what's a one and done? It's as close to a survivor. You're probably familiar with that in NFL handicapping contests. You pick a team one week just to win outright in the NFL. You can't use them again. That's the strategy. And you try to get as far as you uh, can, further than your opponents, if not coast to coast. Well, we're doing this for golf each and every week. We just uh, we pick a golfer, and uh, it's based on the points. That is based on purse, where that golfer finished, and the associated money haul for that golfer. Well, we had a first this week at Palmetto. <laughs> None of us made the cut. I mean, I always pick a guy that I'm actually betting. Because yep, like I just too. you know like I just try to do that because you know I know that there might be some people watching who want a tail or something like that. So somehow you had an outright. I hit. only played three guys. <laughs> one guy would have won me one point three million. The other guy T two would have won me four hundred eleven thousand. And instead the one of the the, thir- the I picked the third who misses the cut. You picked the right guy, Matt. Yeah. We, Gil and I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for doing that. I, mean, so I, I had a T two as well, and yeah, picked. Hey, you know what the good news is, guys? I guarantee you that uh, none of us are going to be looking to play Alex Noren, Patton Gazire, or Luke List ever again. No, that's so, true. Yeah, that's it's not true. like we burned anybody big on this tournament. That's right. That's true. Siwoo Kim still the difference in this one and done. Kelly had an outright winner on Siwoo. What tournament was that? Do you remember? That was the American Express. Ah, of course it was. Could have got me a Doc Redman out of the way though. Well, you know, I throw mm-hmm. Doc in there. Yeah, four four and eleven K. Not, you know, start coming to hunt you down a little bit, but no, just didn't happen. Yeah, but we, we got a good one. We got left. I don't even we know. got a good one this week. We got a, we had a good one this week. What, what do we have? Like twenty turn? No, it's oh, yeah, we got a long time. We got a long time. Oh, plenty of plenty of golfers left to burn. Plenty of tournaments. Yeah. It ain't over, Kelly Billen. No, we, no, do no. we ever decide what the winner gets on this? Do we ever decide? Uh, steak dinner. Yeah. Oh, We're right. Going to a super steak nice dinner. steak dinner. Okay. Very nice. Of the uh, choosing. By the way, you don't drink, you would get the worst into that for sure. I I don't drink. Yes. Oh, wait. We never settled, though, the week that uh, Gil had the hiccup. Oh, yes. Can we settle with Webb Simpson? Yeah. So I I picked Webb Simpson one week and then he was scratched before the tournament even started. So do I get to pick two guys in one tournament? Matt, here's my suggestion. I think we give them two, but not for the U.S. Open. Not for the too US much Open. money on the line. Too much money on the line. Yeah, we'll pick a smaller <laughs> tournament, and then Gil gets We'll pick a putt-putt tournament. Putt-putt tournament. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta we'll pick a putt-putt tournament. For the you. Hawks with the two ball and, and a chance to tie or take the lead. 77-75 to the hole. Oh, no good. And Come on, Herner. Oh, and then and the, Sixers uh, on the break uh, and foul. And I don't even know what happened there. <sighs> 77-75, uh, Philly. One thirty left in the third. Anybody's ball game got interesting in Atlanta. Uh, you want to make your point, uh, I think, because it's a worthwhile point here before the break because it's a short little segment here, but everybody talking about how Nikola Jokic should not have been ejected, ejected from game four of that series yesterday, um, but he was. And you have, I think, just as, I think, an even smarter point about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think we all watch that and can agree that you don't, you know, shouldn't get ejected in that situation, in that I know you're supposed to not ref based on situations, but like, let's be for real. It's the playoffs, it's the MVP. Definitely you ref differently for that. But everyone's jumping up and down, then he got ejected. But no one said anything at all about the fact that the MVP of the league also ran over there 
and like swung his arm and clubbed <laughs> the guy in the nose. And then like, you know, it's like, it's like you can, you can say one thing, Gil, you say this all the time, like hold two thoughts in your head. It's yeah. like, but you can also, you can say, Hey, we probably shouldn't have ejected the MVP of the league in a play like that. And you know, game like this, you can also think, man, that's a really silly play of him to run over and full on swing like UFC style at a guy. And I mean, yes, he didn't mean to club him in the nose, but that's a chance you take when you're also flailing yeah. your arm so, like that. And, and I guess and it's a great point, Matt. You're right. Like, you're absolutely right. I think when I first saw it, I th- and then heard his comments after the game where he was right. like he wanted to make a statement. And, and I think it was like I looked at it as he knew he was going to get a tea or a flagrant, but uh, uh, the face kind of got in the way as right. he was yeah. coming down. But, but that's the, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, you're putting yourself in that situation, right? I mean, like you don't know exactly where the head is going to be that when you're slinging your, you know, the right cross across there like that. It's it's I, it's still a shame. I, and this is like if anybody wants to say, hey. The rules are specific. He made, he wound up. He made contact with the face. Fine, you're right. But it's what you said before, Matt. It's the playoffs and it's the MVP. Let's play some ball. LeBron is not getting ejected. Ever. Ah, boy, I don't know on that one. It might have. It might have. The best call ever was who was doing the game last night. I was all ball. You hear when he, when he the first replay that he saw? He goes, he goes, it was all ball. And it's like, well, ball and a whole lot of nose as well, <laughs> like on, along the way. There. Hawks down two. Trey's got 17, 82 to 80. Philly as they wind down the final seconds of the third quarter in Atlanta, getting interesting. Uh, we'll look at some Nets, Bucks adjusted series props with Danielle next on Vison's Primetime Action. a new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. So start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Gil. Danielle, uh, don't hold me to the exact minute, but I think the Canadian streak uh, ends at 443 consecutive minutes where they didn't trail because Shea Theodore on a slapper uh, gets it by Carey Price. Price never saw it, completely shielded from it. And the Golden Knights lead the Canadiens. We heard the uh, the shout from behind us here at the South Point. Golden Knights up one to nothing on the Canadiens. Now uh, under the 10-minute mark here with in the, the first period. massive line that was already there. Yeah. Minus 530 on the uh, Golden Knights. Uh, nice. Still two and a half periods to play, I might add. Yes. Uh, plus 380 on the Canadians. And I also want to make the point that it's hockey. Yeah. I, I want to make the point that Bogey just hit a three and we're up. Kill. Yes. And let us well. Yes. Hawks. You're up because I had them in the, in the first half. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Atlanta up 83-82. to 82. Wouldn't this be a turn of events uh, in this one? So uh, Bogdanovich, boy, Bogdanovich just can't just quietly go down a court after well, he hits a three, can he? No, he can't. But you know what? He heard Matt Brown say earlier in the show that he couldn't score 30. He's trying to get him tonight. He's yeah. trying to get him. 83-82, 11-20 left. And you know in this in this series of spurts, anything could happen. Um hey. A super off night for Embiid tonight, too. So it just kind of lets you know, again, like when this team doesn't get it from him, it's going to be a dogfight like to the end. He's 
played 29 minutes tonight, 4 of 15 from the floor. Danielle, not what you wanted to hear. Of course. I feel like I jinxed him by betting on him. He's still the, what, seven points off the leading scorer, though, so <laughs> he's it, still alive. Is he, is he playing? Because that's an issue. Yeah. Currently out of the lineup. Resting yeah. right yeah. now. Resting. Man yeah, needs rest some rest. Legs. Lou Will. Lou with the jumper, 85-84, and uh, Trey with the bandaged-up shoulder on the sideline. Once again, I, I would imagine temporarily, as we've seen that before tonight. Danielle, you have, you have some adjusted series props for the Nets and the Bucks, Quite the roller coaster for this series, right? I mean, the Nets, the favorite most of the time, and now seeing them at plus money on the series price. So the Bucks minus 129 here, Nets plus 105. This is on DraftKings. You can also bet the game spread here, Nets plus one and a half, minus 230, or Bucks minus one and a half at plus 167. You can also take Bucks plus one and a half at minus 625, or Nets minus one and a half, plus 380 again on the game spread. And then, of course, total games played left over six and a half minus one oh seven and under six and a half at minus one twenty two. I don't mean to ki- I don't mean to kill this right off the top, Danielle, so forgive me. Well, you no, do. But you just you can't do. you just can't bet this. Can you? I mean, There's you, nothing exciting enough on well, here. No, not about excitement. It's just that you don't know who's available. Right? So game five, we know it's not Harden and it's not Kyrie. Mm-hmm. We have no idea about game six. And I think Matt is right about the Harden part of this, which is Mm. that was very surprising to me that Harden was ruled out as quickly as he was from a strategic standpoint. You would have thought they would have kept it under, but apparently like he's, it's not even close. You're saying you can't bet the series right now. You would take it one game at a time. I can't bet anything on the series at this point because you don't know what lingers after game five. You have no idea. Am I wrong? No, no, I don't think you're right. I mean, I think it'd be bucks or nothing. I, I mean, this line has shifted. It is now minus 165 on the Bucks, plus 132 on the Nets. This, we built this graphic a little bit before those uh, injuries were made official. By the way, this has nothing to do with, uh, with sports betting, but again, a little moment of sports radio. I, I hate to put it down to one or two games, but if, if there's no Kyrie or Harden for two games and the Nets end up losing, let's say in pretty convincing fashion, it doesn't even have to be convincing, let's say it's one point, and they end up losing... Do you, do you think it has this weird effect on Katie's legacy? Yes. In some, you do? Yes. I yeah. was just thinking, I, I mean, there's. I'm obviously not happy that Kyrie got hurt or that James Harden is dealing with an injury, but I am a little bit excited that Kevin Durant is going to have to do this without these other two big superstars with him. That said, he has a great supporting cast in the net still. I'm just saying for a guy who, uh, you know, got into it with Draymond and uh-huh. Golden State, like, hey, we were champions before you got here. Uh, that whole kerfuffle. Can I say kerfuffle? Mm. Um, I don't know. I just think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, how, how one or two little basketball games will sort of affect the narrative on him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to have a chance to have good games. Uh, yeah, I, just I mean, going to swarm him? I think it's just going to be a complete sellout. Why wouldn't you? Comple- yeah, I mean, yeah. you look at those pieces around him. I mean, again, it's like... Who are you worried? I mean, it's, I who mean, are you worried about? I mean, the like, next the way that Joe Harris has played this this, the next this series, like, like I mean, who are you worried? It's about? him, and then it's going to be Bruce Brown. Like, those are your next two yeah. scoring options. I mean, it, and we and we saw it when Kyrie went. I mean, look, he was double teamed, and triple teamed at times in that game, and I I think that that's just what the Bucks continue to do because I mean, Harris has been awful. He's been yeah. awful. Wide open shots that just, uh, you know, not not going down. And what I mean, they built this team 
you know, again, we talked about this. It wasn't an incredibly deep team because they built this team around having the big three, which you don't really need a super deep team if you have those three guys on the court. And then we saw, even with two of them, they're better than just about everybody, even with two of them. But now with one, there's just really no other – there's no one to be scared of. There's no one to be scared of at all. Dwight Howard just knocked John Collins oh, to know. the ground with the back of his shoulder blade. I, I, it was like up in the air, right? I just yeah. I just saw a collision coming to the ground by the yeah. two of them. By the way, back of shoulder blade is redundant, but you get the idea. Like yes, as he's backing up, he's like he <laughs> not had the his force. front shoulder blade. Just that's to be clear. Cr- that's I knew exactly what killed him. Just like just the the force of that, just like crashing into Collins' face. Sixers back up four. It should be noted with nine forty seven left in this one. So. Again, of all the series, you, you blink, and it's a completely different score. We saw this a lot in, in uh, was it game two where we saw this, or game one where it was just the spurtiest of all games? So uh, Dwight Howard doing Dwight Howard things there in uh, Atlanta. Dwight has something to say about it. 89-85, Sixers. Uh, that was still one to nothing. VJ, uh, VGK over Montreal against Shea Theodore with the uh, goal. And uh, eight minutes uh, left at eight minutes. Yeah, eight minutes. No, pardon me. Six minutes left now in the first period. VGK up one to nothing. Heavy favorites against the Canadiens. Islanders up one to nothing in their series against the Lightning. The Stanley Cup semis are here. Remember, we have to call them semis this year because they reseeded everything. So um, still no Embiid on the court for you, Danielle, though, as the Sixers just uh, enjoying. I, I told you I marked that a loss in the first quarter. We've moved on. Reverse jinx. Yeah. Reverse jinx. All right. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see how this transpires. No, no desire for anything in game at any point. No. Yet, Kelly. None. No. None hey, it was me. tricky with Trey. It was tricky with the Trey. It was, it was. No, I agree with you because you have just no, no idea. And, and, hey, we, we yeah, talked like, about it. Sometimes the best seven pounds of ice on his shoulder, like yes. between like when he's on the sidelines. I mean, I just don't. Yeah, yeah, how could we How could we have pulled the trigger then at that point? If you tuned in to see John Collins and uh, Dwight Howard windmilling arms mm-hmm. on an inbounds pass, you've come to the right game. Oh, from the oh, bricks now for the mm-hmm. Hawks. Just absolute bricks. Uh, we'll see. Chance to cut it to one. Got it. One-point ball game. Coming back on VC's primetime action. Lou Williams on the shot. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. 
John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Kelly, what is the update? Yeah, let's go through all the scores uh, here. Sixers up on the Hawks, 92-88. Eight minutes left to go in the game. If you wanted to get in live, it's about Sixers 5, 5.5. Pretty much everywhere, 217 and a half, 218 your total. Uh, over in the NHL, Golden Knights still with that one nothing lead over the Canadians. Three and a half minutes remaining in the first period. Golden Knights minus 550 live. Canadians four to one live dogs, and four and a half is your live total shaded to the over. Over Major League Baseball, Nationals up on the Pirates, three to two, bottom of the eighth. The Mets up on the Cubs, five to two, bottom of the seventh. Uh, Reds up on the Brewers, 4-2, top of the fifth. Live numbers for that game, Reds minus 280. Brewers plus 225, 11.5 is your live total. Marlins up on the Cardinals, 2-1, top of the fifth inning. Marlins minus 125 live. Cardinals minus 105, 7.5 your live total. Uh, Rockies leading the Padres, 1-0, bottom of the fourth. Live numbers in this game, Rockies minus 170, Padres plus 140, total Set at seven and a half. Giants and Diamondbacks just getting underway. Uh, they're in San Francisco. 
Indians leading the Orioles 3-2, bottom of the sixth. Uh, live numbers, if you wanted to get in, you can get plus 340 on the Orioles. 7.5, your live total. Blue Jays, Red Sox, 1-1, bottom of the ninth. Yeah, Vladimir Guerrero. That would be a top of the ninth. Yeah. Matt Barnes in to close it out for the Red Sox. And I said, I wish, you know what I should do for baseball? Just every night, bet on Vlad to hit a home run. Get another one? His, his major league leading 22nd to lead off the ninth. And so, shot. and so had I bet that, which I did not, <laughs> then it would have hit because, yes, he hit his 22nd home run to oh. tie the game in the top of the ninth. Over Get the short silly. porch of the monster. Uh, other games, Rays up on the White Sox, 3-2, to two, bottom of the fifth. The Tigers up on the Royals, 6-1, to one, top of the fifth. Uh, if you wanted to get in live there, Royals plus 750, 12.5 is your live total. And Angels and A's just getting started as well. Gil Alexander, I have a surprise for you. Uh-oh. Um, our great producer here at uh, VSIN, Ben Wilson. I like Ben. Yeah, great guy. Really interested in you because he somehow found a gem on eBay a couple weeks ago. And as soon as I saw it, I said, I must buy this and bring it to the show. <laughs> so right. I present to the audience slow gems. Uh, did you buy we, that? Oh, we bought it. Me and Matt Brown bought it immediately. How much okay? did you pay for that? That is none of your business. Look at that guy. Slow <laughs> gems with Gil Alexander. I don't even know what year this is from, Gil. Look at that guy. Oh, my God. Look at that little mustache. Look at that guy. It's a good-looking um, guy right there. Uh, he, that must have been, I'm going to say, the that late 90s at KML in San Francisco, which is our, I don't know, it's been many things over the years. At the time, we called it an R&B or CHR station for those who are format. But that was like we, we would all make, all the DJs would make our own sort of compilation CDs. And it was a whole licensing thing, and none of us got rich off of it. But we had a little thing, and that was available on eBay. This There's still one out there. This was up for eBay for $100, <laughs> awesome. signed by Gil Alexander $100? on the back. $100? Signed by Gil Alexander on the back. Don't worry, I lowballed him, Gil. I got it for 70 okay? <laughs> Did you really pay 70 bucks yes, for that? Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. Wow. For something this classic, are you kidding yeah. me? It's that autographed. An original. That's this awesome. This is a must-have for the show. It's signed. <laughs> I, there's also, there's, it's signed. There's a foreword by Gil on it, an intro into the album, which is maybe uh. the greatest thing I've ever heard. I didn't want to prep it for the show tonight because I didn't want us getting sued by any uh, any ex-affiliates of Gil's, but maybe we can play that tomorrow. Cause it's, I'm uh, sure it's, it's lovely. It is It is very special. It uh, is very uh, special. Ben, so so let's get back to the Ben Wilson yes. part. Was he uh, was he stalking me? I don't, I don't really know. It's maybe something you want to check up on, Gil, but he was, <laughs> he was like, hey, have you seen Wait, this? That was my old jock card, that photo right there. <laughs> he goes, have you seen this, uh, this CD of Gil? Is his old, his old uh, stuff he used to do. I'm like, what are you talking about? Look at that he sends me this link. I'm like, I texted Matt immediately. I'm like, I'm buying this right now. And I said, right I will now. shop it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I will shop it yeah, with you. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, man. Back in the day. By the way, they misspelled my name on the uh, CD. That should that should tell you the quality of the production of that. One of the best parts of this is us scrambling downstairs today to try to find a way we could even play the CD to listen to your intro. CD. A CD. Because we just didn't have, we had one computer downstairs that actually still had a, a CD slot. <laughs> Yeah, man, that was a lifetime oh. ago. That's oh, it a was, lifetime ago. It was, I, I almost worked it into fruit baskets today, but I couldn't. I couldn't uh, find the guy's name on you. I just cannot believe you paid seventy bucks for that. That's classic. We bought money I guns. Have, like, come on. I am so flattered that you paid that kind of skrilla.
Oh my gosh, this is going to be worth especially after the promo it got on the show today. I might put this up for resale. I might be able to yeah. get a triple off of that. Uh, get a double get, autograph. Yeah, I'm going to get Gil to sign it again. Double autograph. Look at that kid. Not a worry in the world. Not a worry. Uh, the, uh, I, the, the inside cover with your like Steve Jobs turtleneck, it's oh, just yeah, that's, I was that's say, a lovely sweater. Oh, uh, just. Yeah, thank you. I mean, that's outstanding. I can't believe you guys did that. I am, uh, I am mortified and and yet flattered at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, you should be. I think that was the exact feelings we were going for. That's what we were going. Yeah, that's exactly what we were going for. Oh man! (laughs) By the way, should I mention that it's ninety-two to ninety-two and switch the subject? Yeah, I mean, it is. It is is a tie game with five and a half minutes left. Uh, If you want to play the late game as well, there are five and a half starting to pop now. So if you did want to come in on the Jazz, you can get a five and a half now and as we said it's been pretty much for the last hour this total has just been going back and forth between 223 and a half and 224 so somebody out there is fighting over this number uh 223 and a half and 224 you can find either one presently if you want to and again you can find fives and five and a halves on that one in major league baseball as well we have a couple of first uh, a couple of first pitches still to come we have the twins and the mariners that is Kenta Maeda and Marco Gonzalez if you want to back Maeda and the twins minus 136 plus 118 on Gonzalez and the mariners and then we have Spencer Howard a really big prospect for the Phillies on the hill against Tony Gonsolin, another prospect, big prospect for the uh, Dodgers as well. Gonsolin, despite a horrific first start for the Dodgers, still a minus 175 favorite over Howard in the Phillies, plus 145. And Gilf, it's not one thing, it's another for this Dodgers team. Uh, no Bellinger in the lineup again tonight. He missed the two games this weekend as well. Uh, apparently a tight hamstring for him. Don't know if it's going to send him to the to the IL or not, but this will be his third game in a row that he's not in the starting lineup for this Dodger team. So it seems like every time they get someone back, it's someone else either goes down or that guy's going back down or whatever it might be. So, um, yeah, it's going to be Matt Beatty uh, over at first base tonight. We talked about the Giants last week, 13-1 to 1 to win that division. It's all the way down to like plus 750 after really? we talked about it last oh, week. Oh, man. Which I would not play, by the way. But 13-1, okay. to 1, I would have. Uh, didn't get there in time. We didn't have that available here in uh, in uh, Nevada. But, yeah, I mean, look, Dodgers, if it ain't one thing, it's another. But it's still so early, right? Mm-hmm. Like only 65 games into the season. Those are the National League West odds. Giants 10-1, to 1, DraftKings. I might play that. Yeah. And, and like I said, it is early. Maybe they're just being super, super, super cautious with Bellinger since mm-hmm. he is coming back from whatever. But, yeah, it's uh, – you know, n- never good when it's a hamstring with him as well. We talk about these hamstring things. I can't believe you guys paid seventy bucks for that. I, I, I still can't get I over can't it. Believe, I think I just realized I bro- I think I cracked the CD cover. Oh, uh, I feel there horrible. There you go. Uh, like I I know I know. Where are you I, gonna I get, did it? Where are you gonna get that new plastic? I from? can't. I can't. This is a once in a lifetime. I think I just cracked <laughs> the plastic cover. You know what? I'm only giving you twenty five. <laughs> I'm not chopping it with you. No, well, the resale it, price just went down. I'm not we'll chopping, get a fresh I'm not autograph from Gil. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero's solo shot, though, may not hold up. First and second for the Red Sox now, bottom of the ninth, as the Red Sox try to avoid taking this to extras with uh, Devers at the plate now with runners at first and second, one-two count. One out, one out, bottom of the ninth in that one. Vlad Root and his team on. Tampa Bay clinging to a 3-2 to two lead. Uh, late in that one, actually, was that top six? Is that what that says? No, not so late in that game. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier on the show, Devers, by the way, shot to center field, deep back, and it's not playable ball game. Ball game. 
Gritchick fields it, but it's there not going it to matter. Uh, that is a game-winning RBI as they swarm Devers on the base pass. This Red Sox team keeps winning, Gil. Keeps winning. And I just want to say again, yeah, before we go, again, the, the, the sort of, um, and we don't want to accuse anybody of anything, but the sort of coincidental spin rate decline pitchers that I'm keeping an eye on tonight, Dylan Bundy of the Angels and Alex Wood of the Giants, whose spin rates have fallen, uh, or excuse me, have increased dramatically from last year to this year. Let's see how they do tonight. Not, there's no bets involved in it, but we'll see how they do. Uh, just keep an eye on stuff. Let's see if stuff is awfully coincidental. Atlanta by two, 94, 92, 512 left. A uh, real quick update, heading to the second period, Golden Knights, uh, minus 590, uh, plus 420, the Canadians right now. And again, if you look at the analytics from the first period, the Canadians dominated the first the first period, yet just not on the scoreboard. So again, it, Plus 420 is available out there. Dominated what? Shots on goal? Everything. I mean, really? like basically every single thing that you can all, basically every single statistic they keep putting up here, hmm. like time, you know, time in the danger zone or whatever, danger opportunities <laughs> and all danger that stuff zone. and everything else. Highway to the danger is that zone. On, is that on slow gems? That song is not <laughs> on, slow on slow gems because that would be a fast gem. I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Ben Wilson, I love you and simultaneously hate you. No, but I love that. Appreciate that. Uh, Hawks by two, 430 left as we, again, awkwardly leave right at crunch time. Uh, we'll throw it over to JVT and Tim Murray, both of them tonight, uh, co-hosting Nightcap from Circa. Yes? We don't know. We're just throwing it. Hey, Enjoy the show. They're both so good. It yes, doesn't matter. It does. It's right. I think they're both doing it. Live from Circa tonight. Uh, enjoy that. They'll take you down the stretch of this Hawks Sixers game and, of course, lead you in to the Jazz and the Clippers. Good luck with everything from all of us at VEASAN, the sports betting network. Slow gems inside the love zone. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game 
Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 